Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. after the hour and we're off Wednesday on the morning show with Preston Scott feels weird to say it's hump day because it's for many of us not we don't really have one this week we cross over today into the end of the week Thursday Friday we welcome you to the radio program Grant Allen over there in studio 1a I'm here in studio 1b I'm Preston Scott Wednesday, June 2nd, show 4481, day 134 of America Held Hostage. Our verse of the day, Psalm 119, verses 143 and 144. That's pretty sporty. When, when, when the pastor says, today we will look at Psalm 119 in its entirety. Take your jacket off, fold it up, make a cushion under it, and settle in because you got at least 144 verses, maybe more. You're going to be sitting there a while. Yeah, uh, but it's good. Trouble and distress have come upon me, but just, just hang on here. Let's stop for just a minute. I think sometimes we read the Bible like a spectator. And that's fine. There's there's certainly reason to do that. We weren't there. But the Bible really calls you to get out of the stands and get on the field of play. To place yourselves in the shoes of those, sorry, the sandals are, are, are of those there. So for just a moment, let's just trouble and distress have come upon me. Have, have the, has it ever happened to you? Have you ever had trouble and distress? Well, yeah. Trouble and distress is not a sign of being abandoned by God. Though... It could be a sign of needing him. But just because you have a relationship with God through Christ, it certainly doesn't mean you will be spared difficulties. It's not true at all. And I think, sadly, a lot of the good news gospel preachers out there skip that part that says, hey, life is going to be full of challenges. This is about eternity. But think about the words that follow. Trouble and distress have come upon me. Maybe they've come upon you and you are in that season right now. 
but your commands give me delight. Your statutes are always righteous. Give me understanding that I may live. When you have days that just seem like you have been painted into a corner and it just stinks, God gives us help. It at times comes in the form of his word that illuminates the circumstance. It sometimes comes in the form of helpers. Not just help, helpers, people that God assigns, that that God places in your path. Ask for wisdom. What's in this for me to learn? And I firmly believe you will find understanding. May not always be the answer you want. I mean, you take your car to the car shop, you don't always get the news you're hoping for. Sometimes it is a big deal. But you simply need to know the truth to cope. Ten minutes after the hour. The word of the day for this program, I wrote it down. Important. Much, if not most, every story in today's program is important. So stay with us. We're just getting started on the morning show with Preston Scott. The morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. never know you just you never know how consequential a chance meeting may be you never ever know when you met your wife for the very first time little did you know Young man, little did you know that this person... Do you remember the first time you ever spoke to uh, your sweet wife? Um, First time we ever spoke, maybe. Because you were high school sweethearts. Yes, that did not happen. We didn't start dating until we were seniors, but we met Mm -hmm. freshman year. Okay. In uh, freshman year history class. So we were 14. Um, I don't remember the very first time, but um, there I do remember talking with, with her just as acquaintances. Uh, like schoolmates. Like classmates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, when we were 14. Okay. So, yeah. Who knew? Right? Yeah. God knew, but, but you didn't know. She didn't nope. know. How consequential. It was June 2nd in 1731 that Martha Washington was born. 
And of course, Martha Washington, described by Abigail Adams as one of the most unassuming characters which create love and esteem. One visitor described meeting Martha, we dressed ourselves in our most elegant ruffles and silks and were introduced to her ladyship. And don't you think we found her knitting and with a checked apron on. She received us very graciously and easily, but after the compliments were over, she resumed her knitting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fascinating stuff how things just happen. Who would have known when she was born that she would be the first lady, the first first lady of the United States? You know, who, who knew when George spotted Martha and Martha said, George, hmm, hmm, ah. who knew? I mean, I just, stuff like that just intrigues me. 1835 on this date, P.T. Barnum and his circus began their first U.S. tour. 1835. That's been around a while. Je well, is it around? Uh, are they still doing stuff? I don't think so. Oh. Maybe. Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus. That's what I grew up with. If they were still doing stuff, then yes, they would be around for a long time. 1886, Grover Cleveland becomes the only president to be married in the White House when he weds Francis Folsom. He would later go on to star in a television show called Sesame Street. 1897... New York Journal quotes Mark Twain on rumors he had died... The report of my death was an exaggeration, he said. <laughs> Nineteen twenty four Congress grants US citizenship to American Indians. Good of them. And in nineteen sixty six, Surveyor One becomes the first US spacecraft to land on the moon. Soft land on the moon. So there you go, June second in history. Wow, just 20 days away from my birthday. <laughs> but I don't know. The new season of Alone comes begins tomorrow night. You're rolling that thing out at 9 or 9.30. Woo! That's a DVR for me. What do they think you do for a living? Right? They're not very considerate. Right. Anyway, I think it's alone on Grizzly Mountain or something like that. And, and I mean... Is it whew. in... Uh, so it's not Vancouver Island this year, not where they've historically done it? Yeah, most of the time it's been Vancouver Island. They have gone other places. They've gone to Patagonia one yeah. season. They went to... Um, they do like Mongolia? The Arctic Circle once. I don't think they did that, but, but maybe... Maybe that was another show. But um, but yeah, it's it's going to be good. Bears, man, I'll tell you. I saw this story, Steamboat Springs. That was one of my dad's favorite places to visit. I Steamboat Springs, Colorado. I've never been there, um, but it's like a skiing mecca. It is really a cool town. Everything bigger I've heard than Vail. 
Yeah, probably cooler than Vale. Oh, wow. Vale's more elite and uppity. Oh, really? Steamboat Springs has a bit, a bit of that, too. But as it's always been described to me, Steamboat Springs just is a little bit more kind of traditional, West kind of cool. Hmm. But at any rate, dude walks in. He notices his garage door open about 11 o'clock on Sunday night and goes to close it. It had been opened by a bear. Yep. I'm running. Uh, I don't know what I do. Two cubs inside. Yikes. Where's mom? Right there. Jeez. And the sow attacked. It wasn't it wasn't good. He's gonna he's gonna survive, but he's he got he got mangled up pretty good. Um they tracked down the mom and they had to put her down. Yikes. The cubs are still on the loose. They're looking to trap them and relocate them. Give them a shot at survival. Uh, I make sure they're old enough to survive on their own and then turn them loose, but then there was this story. Um, Yellowstone Park, 39-year-old woman was, uh, hang on a second. This was in, no, this was in Colorado in the southwestern part of the state. A 39-year-old woman was killed by a bear. And um, they found human remains in the belly of the cub, one of the cubs and, and the mom. Ooh. Moms, man, mama bears. Now, that's what makes this next story interesting. Memorial Day weekend. The video is on my blog page. All of a sudden, you hear a ruckus, and security cameras from the from the house picked up what happened. And it might have been the neighbor's house. I don't know, but it's clear as a bell. And four dogs are going nuts because a bear is climbing along the fence line with her two cubs. It's like a brick wall fence kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, a cinder block. Yeah. And uh, and the young the the woman that goes out there sees the bear swiping at the at the bigger dog and then the little dogs and she's wondering, okay, this is lunch for these bears. This teenage girl, she's like seventeen. Yeah. Comes running out and doesn't even think. Saves her dogs by pushing. She, yeah. yeah, she shoves the bear off the fence. <laughs> Runs right up to it. Skins her knees a little bit. She lost her footing. I didn't notice at first, but the two cubs were right there on the fence line with her, and they go scrambling off. Yeah. And I don't know what caught my attention more. The, the video of what happened with that girl, which you can watch, or the comments in the comments section. Oh here's boy. here's just and she didn't drop her phone. <laughs> Gen Z and their phones. Not even a bear. Uh random acts of cruelty wrote, since it was easy to push around, I'm pretty sure it was a Chicago bear. <laughs> and then Lord Baelish writes, Can someone please explain to me why this girl had better quality camera than most uh, federal buildings. True. <laughs> My man reporting on this story can't count. He said three dogs. There's four dogs. Then there's, uh, she did what Leo couldn't do. She beat a bear without a scratch. <laughs> but my favorite comes from Luke Shula, who wrote, so dangerous, that bear was not even wearing a mask. <laughs> You want to see it, you see it for yourself. 
Go to the blog page. It's there right now at WFLAFM.com slash Preston. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Beck, you want him on that radio. America can handle the truth. You need him on that radio. 9 to noon on WFLA. Thirty-six minutes past the hour. If you're just waking up, good morning. Thanks very much for sharing time with us. We appreciate it. That's Grant. I'm Preston. It's the morning show. So, are you going to grow your bobblehead collection over there? Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm going to start. Okay. Okay. Because I wanted to match yours. Yeah, of course. He's got the John Wayne bobblehead. Yeah, I brought my John Wayne bobblehead and set him. Probably got his Henry rifle over his shoulder there. Looks like it. Or Col- something like it. Col- Some lever action. With him. Yeah. yeah. Good, very good. Very good. All right. The big story in the press box. I told you yesterday I was going to talk about this. United States Supreme Court. June is the month. They, uh, they hear cases and June rulings come out. I think the most visible cases usually are decided in, in, in the, I guess it's the spring term and then the the decisions come out. These, this is a list, a partial list of decisions expected on religious freedom. Fulton versus Philadelphia, whether a city can end a social service contract with a Catholic charity that refuses same-sex couples as foster parents. Taxpayer-funded religious-affiliated agency asserts its religious liberty rights, but the city calls it discrimination against a protected class. Healthcare, California versus Texas. The future of the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. It's the third challenge of the decade-old law seems likely to survive again, at least in some part. A coalition of states led by Texas challenging a key provision, the so-called individual mandate requiring a tax penalty for those who chose not to uh, purchase health insurance. Congress in 2017 eliminated any penalty, and the question now is, can that provision and the entire law itself still stand? Isn't that interesting? Congress pulled it out. Justice Roberts, in an act of judicial activism, claimed that it was a tax, even though the law was written without the word in it. See, that's how you know whether Justice Roberts went activist or not. An activist judge infers. An originalist reads the text of the law and rules what it says. This is what it says. 
and what the law says would have rendered the law unconstitutional as it relates to imposing a tax of any form or fashion or making anybody do it. Justice Roberts had to get involved in activism and infer meaning, which is the hallmark of judicial activism. Voting rights. Uh, Bronovich versus Arizona Democratic National Committee challenging two provisions of Arizona voting laws. This is really big, which lower courts found racially discriminatory against blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. And um, this law prohibits ballot harvesting. So this is significant. Antitrust law, NCAA versus Alston. And amateurism, the amount of education-related aid that a student receives. Limiting that may violate antitrust laws. Free speech and association, Thomas More Law Center, Americans for Prosperity versus Rodriguez. This is about uh, disclosure requirements. And then student speech. Uh, Mahanoy Area School District versus BL, a free speech case where Brandon Levy, a JV high school cheerleader, was kicked off the team for posting vulgar language and images on Snapchat expressing her disappointment for not making the varsity. So, there you go. And then everyone's waiting as Democrats try to push Stephen Breyer out the door. So those are consequential things coming. And as I said, the key word today on the show, important. But there's more. 40 minutes after the hour. The morning show with Preston Scott. Laugh it up, fuzzball. On News Radio 100.7, WFLA. All right, before we get to the customers always right section of the program. And that, of course, is an homage to the late Bill McGrotha, writer of the sports columnist for the Tallahassee Democrat for many, many years. He did a a piece maybe once a week called The Customer's Always Right, W-R-I-T-E. I always thought that was clever. But first, the United States Supreme Court handed a smackdown to the Ninth Circuit. How bad is the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals? We talk about it. The most inflammatory rulings that attempt to shape this country come out of the Ninth Circuit. Almost always. There are exceptions, but generally. The Ninth Circuit ruled in uh, two cases where two illegal immigrants seeking asylum were giving testimony on their two cases that was contradictory lower courts found that their testimony was not credible the ninth circuit said of course it is no matter what the evidence says we're to just take their word for it a unanimous supreme court found the previous ruling from the california-based u.s circuit court of appeals had incorrectly ruled on the immigration cases Non-citizens' testimonies must be treated as credible or true, said the Ninth Circuit. And the United States Supreme Court, by a unanimous nine-zip. If you are on a lower court that gets slapped in the face nine times to nothing, 
No, I mean, just literally think about that for just a second. Imagine if the, the, the Chief Justice of the Ninth Circuit is standing there and all nine Supreme Court justices get to walk by and go, <laughs> Just next one because you're a nerd. End on an even number. I mean, (laughs) nine slaps in the face. Not one, not one justice said what you people did was correct. Not one. That is such a beatdown. Nine justices signed on with Neil Gorsuch, who wrote the, uh, the opinion. Liking me some Neil Gorsuch. All right. The uh, the email came. I'm sure you watched Absolute Proof by Mac- Mike Lindell. Curious as to why you have reservations as to the outcome of the election. And there was a screenshot of a Philip Shiler who writes this. If you think the cheating was only five or six states, consider this. According to Judicial Watch which, by the way, is a very good organization. 353 counties in 29 different states had voter registration exceeding 100%. This was not an election. It was a coup disguised as an election. Okay. And I was asked, using that, why I still have skepticism, why I won't say the election was stolen, why I say it could have been. I know there was fraud. I know that there was improper procedure, but I don't know that it was enough to steal the election yet. Well, when we come back, I want to explain my reasoning again. And you're entitled to disagree with me. It's okay. It's it's not group think tank here. It's We're, we're fine. We're grown adults. But I just want to share with you the importance of, I think, holding ourselves to a higher standard before making proclamations. I'm sometimes guilty of violating those standards, but I try not to be guilty of that. But when we come back, I'll explain and more as we continue on The Morning Show. His opinion. He just happens to be right. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Thanks for joining us this morning on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Going for a little bit of a ride. A lot of different stories here today. The keyword important for the most part. Now we'll deviate. I've got my interview with Cam Anthony from The Voice. If you've never watched The Voice, the four chair turn, man, three chair turn, one chair turn, it's just so interesting. I've grown to really enjoy that. I, I don't watch American Idol anymore. I have zero interest in the program. Now that it moved to ABC, it's just... Uh, Ryan Seacrest does a really good job. He's a very good broadcaster. I don't think people give that guy the credit that he's due. He's a bit of a throwback in the world of broadcasting because he's just... He's classy for the most part. He's just He just is. And he handles himself really well. Uh, I think he's a credit to the business by and large. But I'm not a big fan of the the move to ABC. Uh, and so The Voice has become kind of, I really enjoy the way that that show 
does what it does. And I love seeing people that are young or not so young just looking for a break. And that's what you have on The Voice. You got a mixed bag. And uh, the winner, young man, 19 years old out of Philadelphia. And I'll share that interview coming up in just a little bit. But I got the email. And it was citing Judicial Watch, 353 counties, 29 states had voter registration exceeding 100%. And on the surface, that's, yeah, I mean, that's alarming, right? I mean, that's a, that, that would be concerning. But here's why I will not say that I know the election was stolen. Could it have been? Absolutely. But I don't know that. And I personally don't think you do either. Now, you might think you do, but until we have all the evidence out, for example, this by itself is nothing. As I wrote back to a uh, good guy, writes me from time to time, shares information, it's only relevant when we know what the counties are. And what are those numbers? Okay, more than 100%. Was it 100% plus one? What is it 100% plus 300,000? Was the county some county that has 45 registered voters? Yeah, you, you, I'm not trying to be stupid. Conversely, I, I'm trying to be very analytical. The counties and the numbers are what matters. Is that a problem? Yeah, but all that does is confirm what we know. There were irregularities, there was corruption, there was fraud. We know that. But how much? We don't know that. We need to know that. That's why there need to be investigations. But we don't have those answers. And I'm as frustrated as you are by the fact that we don't. But because we don't, I'm not willing to just say, well, then this and this and that and that. I think we have to hold ourselves to a standard that demands more than what illiberals do. Do I think it's possible? Absolutely. I've said that from the beginning. Do I think it's likely? I don't know that. It could be. We know there was criminal conduct, but someone's got to investigate. Thankfully, we're seeing some of that happen. It's happening slowly. It's not to our liking. I get all that. But I stand by my opinion. And you don't have to agree with my opinion. That's fine. I'm just, I'm seeing people on the right want something so badly. They push out things that they get forwarded via email and they don't check the story. They want something to be true so badly. They want that person to have said it so much. And they don't ever check and see if that person really did write or say it. We have to be better than that. Top of the hour news. Come back. Cam Anthony from The Voice. My conversation with him last Friday. Coming up next on The Morning Show. Winner, 20th season of The Voice, 19-year-old Cam Anthony. Cam, how are you today? Hey, hey, I, you know, I'm doing amazing, honestly. There's, there's a lot that happened in the last few days, and I'm trying to just take it all in. 
I'm going to take you back to just this past week and this moment from the show. Cam Anthony, you did it. When you hear those words spoken, what immediately hits your mind? You know, I think the first thing that came to mind was just like how grateful I am for my family and their support and how, how much they sacrificed because we've had to change our entire lives, not just myself, um, to, to make this work. So they were the first people that came to mind. And, and then I also just thought about how amazing this experience was and how life-changing it was to, you know, run into such beautiful, beautiful souls and individuals because they've taught me so much and, you know, changed my life in so many ways. So I'm so grateful for Cam, Cam, I've heard you share the story that mom and dad were the first to recognize the vocal talents when you busted out the Folgers theme song when you were about when you were about four years old. When did you know? When, I mean, apart from family, you know, because family tells all kinds of people they can sing that really can't sing. But when did when did you know that you really did have a gift? You know, I think it was when I was in church. And um, I started to really see how much it would affect people. And I, th- I think that was the main thing. I had to understand what it meant for me. And, and, and you know, I, I heard that from my family members all the time, of course. Like, you know, you're changing people. This is going to, you know, do so many great things. But it had to mean something to me understand it. And, um, I think I really got that understanding of church and, and people reaching out saying how much I've inspired them. And even now, hearing people say that I bring them hope, it just brings it, it brings me tears almost. You know, it's interesting you say that. I was a vocational pastor for many years, Cam, and there is something about gospel music. Music touches the soul, but gospel music touches something even deeper. It touches the spirit. When you sing, however, there is a remarkable transition that comes to all forms of music. Do you think it comes from your gospel roots? For sure. I think, you know, just being rooted in gospel and just allowing, you know, that feeling to be at the forefront of and and healing, too. You know, I I think music is so, so powerful and it's such a healing force that we we don't use it to its, you know, strongest abilities and its most, its fullest potential. So I think that's one of my goals as well. I mean, it's just trying to heal it through something that I love. Cam Anthony with me, the winner, 20th season of The Voice. Cam, let's go through that process just a little bit. You're, you're, let's go to the blind auditions. Everyone's got their backs turned to you. You get to pick a song. You pick Sam Smith's Lay Me Down. Why did you pick that song, and what was it that drew you to do that? Because that is your audition song. You know, I felt like it was a great introduction to a specific part of my voice. And, um, but also I think just the song in itself just meant so much on so many levels and coming out of the pandemic, I felt like it was just enough to just allow people to, you know, bring some type of peace and some type of, you know, resolve to the year. And, and so I felt like that was a start to it. And, and it's, uh, it also gave me room to just, you know, sing.
the season 20 winner of The Voice, Cam Anthony. He may be the best one to ever come through the program. We'll have more with Cam in a moment right here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Got you covered. Traffic and weather every 10 minutes. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. All right. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Continuing my discussion with 19-year-old Cam Anthony, winner of season 20 of The Voice. Cam, you're doing the media gauntlet. I'd be shocked if you haven't been asked the question, but I almost feel a duty to ask it. You, John Legend gets blocked when the chairs turn by Nick Jonas, and then Blake Shelton turns around. And so if John Legend wasn't blocked and you had John Legend, Nick Jonas, and Blake Shelton, does it change your thinking in who you choose as coach? Um, well, I think... I think it's hard to think about that. You know, I, I'm definitely grateful for where I've gone. And um, honestly, I don't know how different it would have been if I ended up on, on Team John or Team Legend. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for how it played out. And um, for sure, if, if, if John wasn't blocked, I think I probably would have ended up on his team. But that's the beauty of, of, of fine timing. You know, it's everyone talks so much about the match between you and Blake and how different he was, but clearly Blake has his own skill set and has tremendous skills in, in helping people in the industry and seems to have a heart the size of Texas. But when oh, I yeah. when I listen to you sing, Cam, my wife and I watched each week, you just didn't make a mistake. You didn't have an off night. Do you even have a style? Because you embraced every single style of music in your journey on The Voice. So what is your style? What's Cam Anthony's concert going to be like? 
You know, I, I would hope that you can get a little bit of all of that because I feel like it's a, it's a journey. It's a story that you're supposed to, take, supposed to take people on. And that's my goal. I'm trying to promote that kind of um, performance quality. I think that's a lot of things that we've lost as well from, you know, losing people like Michael, like Prince, and, and a lot of the greats um, that have passed on. You know, we've lost that feeling in music and it's a lot of copy paste. So I think that it's important to bring back that integrity. When you sang Feeling Good, had you ever sung that song before? Yes, I actually, um, I love to sing that song, and I, I use it as a, uh, a practice uh, marker kind of to just see how much I've grown over the years and see the new parts of my voice that um, I've, I've learned to embrace and work on. Does that include doing the scat? Well, the scat was actually one of the newest things. Uh, it was it's the, the newest thing that I got to learn. Um, and, and, and actually I learned it to work on this song specifically. So I think it's just, you know, we're going to keep on, uh, on seeing how many different layers and levels comes with it. But I definitely was uh, challenged with working on that and figuring out how to get. Cam, last question for you. And I so very appreciate the time with you this morning. Um, if you could give people a snapshot, you've won the voice. We know there's some kind of recording contract, but as much as you're able to tell us in a brief sort of summary, what comes next for you? Well, um, I definitely want to start releasing some music, and um, I definitely want to be able to you know, introduce people to who I am as an artist a little bit more. I'm taking some time to you know, relax and let all of this sink in, but you know, I'm, I'm manifesting the Wiz as a live-action play, and hopefully I can, I can jump in as the Scarecrow and maybe have Missy Elliott join us on stage as well. That would be amazing. So we're manifesting that. <laughs> when do you start your, quote, record deal? Well, um, I'm pretty sure that's pretty much in action. So right now we're just working on planning and, and get ready to, to roll out as much as we can. So I think everybody, you know, just stay tuned. I know the finality was like, you know, really long time ago. But, <laughs> like, you know, but I think it's, it's going to be it's going to be fun to, to see how this unfolds. Cam, I can't wait to watch your career unfold. It was fun watching the journey, and thank you so much for making time. I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Thanks very much. Cam Anthony with me this morning, the 19-year-old winner from Philadelphia, season 20 of The Voice. FLA at WFLAFM.com on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos and iHeart's radio station. Twenty-two minutes after the hour, I hope you enjoy that visit with Cam Anthony. That 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 young man can sing. Let me tell you something. He he had been a YouTube sensation and then got the attention of Ellen DeGeneres ends up on on her show singing as a 12 year old ends up singing for President Obama and the First Lady Michelle Obama uh, maybe inauguration or something like that he's just but he's such an accomplished singer my gosh I was listening to more of his music in the commercial break he, he can just sing anything and do it justice you know it's the thing that I like about The Voice is they spare you the indignity that comes with American Idol of people going on there to audition that have no business being there. 
And the, I, so, some of the funniest auditions, though. No, those are <laughs> outtakes for YouTube. Yeah, true. It's and I and I referenced that in, in the interview when we did that interview last Friday after the uh, after the morning show. It was, it, it, you know, there's always that kid that sang at their uncle's church. The special every month, and they're terrible. <laughs> God, and it's like, oh, make it stop! And you can tell they're bad because everybody in the room starts looking at the hymnal, or they're looking at their Bible. They can't look up. They can't look at them because they're just terrible. And look, there's a time and a place for making a joyful noise. Don't misunderstand me. But. If you if you read the Bible, there are skilled musicians that go in front of the army. Skilled. <laughs> skilled. And I'm just I just yeah, because I'm a no I'm a joyful noise guy. That's 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 where that's where I fall. And uh and so, you know, when I asked him, when did you know you were good? Because that that's just mind blowing talent right there that's a gift from god um speaking of gifts thank you governor DeSantis, for that gift the gift of common sense girls are going to play girls sports boys are going to play boys sports the decision was based off biology not ideology and athletes will compete with what their birth certificate says. And now that drives another point, which I don't have the answer to. I'm going to assume that there will be a requirement for doctors delivering babies to put a, birth, a, a gender based on the biology of the child. Um, there's been a movement to leave that blank. They, so yeah, they're called thabies. There's there's a there's just a a little bit of a caveat in this law that I don't have the answer to. Is there an open hole? Is there or is there a requirement contained in that that you know um, OBGYNs that are delivering babies, midwives, you know nurses required to put a gender based on the observed genetics of of the child, their their genitalia. I just know that this is common sense. And to everybody out there, that's, well, you're just, there's nowhere for them to compete. Yes, there is. In their, yes, there is. In their sport. In their gendered sport. Right. Almost always, almost always, these are dudes who couldn't make it on the guy's team and suddenly thought it was cool to compete on the girls' team so they could win records and go to college. Because right now, that's how you get into college if you are that dude. You're not good enough to compete against guys, so you compete against girls where you have a physical advantage. And yes, even after you know hormone treatments, there is still a physical advantage. I will become interested if they start allowing dudes playing in the WNBA. Dunks all over the place, high flying. Not just there. Women's soccer. You know, 
I mean, there isn't a men's soccer program at FSU, so dudes should just go ahead and identify as a gal, right? No, of course not. But you get my point. So thank you, Governor. Well done, sir. Common sense. He said if we lose an event to the NCAA, well, you know, obviously, obviously they'll sue him. They said it's better. It's fine. We'll protect the integrity of the sports. 27 minutes after the hour. Back with more on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Someone has to say it. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Thirty-five, just thirty-six minutes now past, and a pleasant Wednesday morning to you here on the Morning Show with Preston Scott. That's Grant Allen over there at Studio One A. Day forty-four, eighty-one of the radio program. Day one thirty-four of America held hostage. Before I get to the big story in the press box, unless she's in the news for you know the problems that she's having, being forthright and answering questions about her dealings as agriculture commissioner with the now you follow that story a little bit more closely than i the details steve stewart of course they broke it with tallahassee report several weeks ago the bottom line here is she has financial interests in an industry that she regulates as commissioner of agriculture is that kind of the short version yeah pretty much um she's got financial stake in and um uh, a couple companies her you know um her family's in the business uh, of lobbying for medical marijuana and um her, you know the question is asked um has she benefited from her post as commissioner overseeing how medical marijuana and uh, how that industry is basically implemented in in Florida's economy and um f- f- medical marijuana um is pretty highly regulated uh there's only a certain amount of licenses that are um allowed you know for certain companies and um when the supreme court florida supreme court ruled last week basically backing the regulation um you know she came out and said that you know it was just the republican controlled conservative majority in the florida supreme court when in actuality um her companies that she's financially invested in benefit from the supreme court decision despite the political play that she made so it's just it's interesting to watch her net worth has exploded since becoming commissioner a lot of people pointed to the fact that well you know uh, some other dude's house is now in her name and he's not fully divorced yet or something i don't know what's going on it's just weird um but even if that's the case and the asset was placed in her name, it has to be reported as a gift. Um, there are reporting requirements, and to my knowledge, that hasn't taken place. So there's a lot of questions surrounding her, but she's she's gone ahead, I guess, and announced she's running for governor, um, whatever. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, since she took over, I gave her every opportunity to come on the program and answer some questions. Um, she's been unwilling. She has used her office inappropriately. She put her picture out on decals uh, at the at the expense of taxpayers to promote herself. She has uh, used the Commissioner of Agriculture's logo and sort of intimated that for a pack that she's the sole recipient of monies for uh, that I think is questionable. 
nothing about the pack is questionable. It's legal, but but just her use of the logo. I mean, she's just she has used her office to benefit herself personally and to prepare herself for candidacy as governor, not to benefit the people and the agriculture and consumer services of this state. And that's my problem, you know, with, with what she's done. Um, she had no business getting the job anyway. You know, you can say that we didn't have quite the right candidate uh, on the other side. You can say that, you know, it was just the, the, the mood of the electorate at that point that she got in. My hope is that it'll swing back, but, but I will pledge this to you. Unless she's in the news, for newsworthy reasons, I won't be talking about her. I won't be talking to her. Um, she had her opportunity to come on the program, and at that point, I would have been willing to have her on as a candidate. I'm not willing to have her on as a candidate. But the truth of the matter is, same goes for anybody else, Republican or Democrat. If they don't come on the show to talk about the issues as they're representing or whatever they might be, don't expect me to roll out the red carpet when you want to run for office. Just not going to work that way here. And yes, I've said that to Republicans, just so you know. 40 minutes after the hour. Big stories in the press box, plus one. Next. Um, um, tall? The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. Supreme Court of the United States, several rulings coming out this month that you ought to be paying attention to. Religious freedom case, health care, voting rights, antitrust, free speech and association, student speech. Um, we will be paying attention to the voting uh, laws in, uh, in Arizona will be very, very important. Uh, we mentioned earlier a ruling, 9-0 ruling against the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. This was just a standard. It wasn't a case argued. It was a, yeah, what you did was wrong. They do that. They, they don't necessarily take up the case. They take up the ruling, and the ruling of the Ninth Circuit was wrong, and they slapped them 9-0. And that was a case dealing with illegal immigrants and the credibility of their word. Ninth Circuit wanted it to be accepted without any hesitancy, and uh, lower courts said no. There, there, there are problems with what they're claiming. For example, the guy that said he was fleeing a communist nation, and it turned out he was visiting China of his own free will, um, sort of <laughs> under undercuts his claim of hating communist nations and oppression when he's actively visiting and engaging with China. You know, kind of a big deal. But at any rate, this story, I, you know, there are times when. Oh, boy. Well, there are times that I, I and, and I know this, there's no way this doesn't come off as condescending. And I don't mean it that way. It's just, it's impossible. Because this is one of those stories that. I feel like a parent talking to their children. And I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. 
I know for many of you, that's exactly what I could be. I'm going to be 61 on June 22nd. Not that anyone's paying attention to that date. <laughs> and, and I'm reluctant to say something because I know how people respond. I, and, and as much as I want to say, but you're different, you know, we always think that about our kids. Our kids are special. You're special. They might have a, but not you. You're my kids. And like I said, there's, it, it sounds so condescending and I apologize for that, but I'm torn between, do I say this? Do I not? And ultimately, the decision was made because it's in the news everywhere. And it is the cyber attack of one of the largest um, meatworks companies in the world that distributes across the United States. In fact, uh, plants in the U.S. Uh, I've got this in this story. Uh, plants in Arizona, Texas, Nebraska, Colorado, Wisconsin, Utah, Michigan, and Pennsylvania were shut down. Nine beef plants. Because of a cyber attack. So I beg of you, don't rush out and buy up all the beef. Please, sweet goodness, don't do that. Eat chicken. <laughs> Get some ramen. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just, I'm begging you, please. Common sense prevail. It's, they shut down the plants. Everything's supposed to be back operating today, tomorrow. But the bigger story that we need to come away from, uh, come away with, with, come away with from all of this is two cyber attacks likely based in Russia or Russian satellite countries in the last few weeks hitting main infrastructure related things, food, fuel, fuel, food. Joe Biden's president. I'm just telling you, for all the comments you want to say, this crap wasn't happening with Trump. They're always pushing and prodding, but this kind of thing just wasn't happening. We are exposed, people. 46 minutes after the hour, it's the morning show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I am fair. I am good. I'm a happy example. Glenn is on. Nine to noon. I am stronger every day. On WFLA. Two minutes after the hour here on the morning show, I was just sharing with Grant. Got a note from a listener. Sean wrote in from the Florida Department of Agriculture Consumer Services. Now, let me let me look here. It looks like a Facebook post. I just want to get a good look at the logo. Yeah. Um, 
here's what's interesting. And and I know there, there, there are little people out there saying, well, stop it. Stop it. She posts, she has her department tweet out, Facebook out, whatever. You say, you say it's Facebook? Yeah, that's okay. a Facebook post. We stand proudly with the LGBTQ plus community, reaffirming our commitment to being a workplace of acceptance and equality where everyone can thrive. Happy Pride Month, and, and it's on a brick rainbow background, and the logo has been transformed into a rainbow underneath. Instead of the rows of green... Yeah, the row that, crops. Yeah, that are standard in the Department of Agriculture, they, they changed them. And my question for Grant, is that legal? Are, are you allowed to change, colorize, otherwise alter... A state seal without the permission of the of the legislature. See, I'm I, I want to know that. It may I I don't know may it's not since it's not the official state seal of Florida and it's the seal for the department. It it depends on if the department's seal is. Uh, yeah, I believe it's a legitimate seal as well. If it's considered the same thing. I mean, it's well, it's a, it's different because it's well, a different department, but and, classified under the same kind of protection or or classification. Yeah, I would think it would be. Now, that's, I'm just again, here's my problem with it, because that in and of itself is exclusionary. Anytime you you highlight one thing over another, it is by nature exclusionary and it's clearly posturing she announced her candidacy yesterday this is her department posting this to go along with her 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 platform and whatever she wants using to the be office perceived as. and it's and it's like the the florida department of agriculture community community service and we know she's she had her czar she was one of the very it might have been the very first thing she did is set up an office of diversity it's like whatever. Like crops give a rat's rear end. It's agriculture. Yeah, I mean seriously. Ah, anyway, I don't. I had several people send me this story, which indicates please talk about it. Florida State settling with um, a student, Jack Denton. If you remember, he was removed as student senate president for online chats. Labeling pro-transgenderism, pro-abortion, anti-police advocacy, explicitly anti-Catholic, which it is. It is. According to the doctrinal positions of the Catholic Church, well, he was removed from office because of it. Well, FSU's had to pay a $100,000 settlement, 80-plus thousand legal fees, and the balance to the student who just sought back pay. And here's the thing. Is anyone going to learn a lesson? FSU hasn't been forced to change any policies because the policies in and of themselves weren't wrong. It was how the student senate conducted it. But where's the money going to come from? Taxpayers? I can't believe they're taking donor money. Are the liberal professors on campus going to step up and uh, pony up the money? Everybody, you know, give a love offering? And so the question, is there a lesson that's been learned about tolerating intolerance? And that's the lesson at FSU. When we come back, Charlie Strickland joins me in our personal defense segment next on The Morning Show with Preston Scott.
And here we are, hour number three, the morning show with Preston Scott. Good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. It is Wednesday. It doesn't feel like it. It feels like Tuesday. That's It happens all the time when there's a short week. It just does. Wait a minute. Huh? You turn my, you didn't get I any just, volume. What's well, that? here's the thing. You're sitting there, and it throws me off because you've got the third that's, mic in front of you, but you're in JD's the second mic. chair. That's JD's mic. That's for high-pitched speakers, for low speakers. <laughs> you go over here. Is that how it works? Did you go around the studio like, and no, testing all the mics? No, it's just we've been recording in your studio, trespassing for years now, and I know which mic I like. And I, I, know, I I'm sitting in JD's chair, though. Yeah, that's, you know, and that's what threw me for, off for that little sliver of time each week when we come in here and record. Um, we are in the the hallowed studios, of Preston Scott, and you know, but we have our little places and for for about forty five minutes to an hour. That becomes my chair, and this becomes his, and then mm-hmm. we give them back, and we try not to move anything around much. It's always interesting to come yeah. in your studio and look around and go, "Ooh, he moved um, President Reagan a little bit, or he moved." See my uh, goat hat over there? I see with, that. Yeah. That's the Rush Limbaugh hat. It's got mm-hmm. Rush's name on the back. It's from uh, Rush's uh, website, and it all the proceeds going to Tunnel for Towers. Oh, okay. And so everything they're selling now is going for Tunnel to Towers. And so I've got a little... I got a little Rush Limbaugh corner here now, and uh, and a card they sent in uh, memory of Rush along with it. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I'm real proud of having that. And... Uh, it's got goat on there for Rush, but uh, good to see you, Charlie. Charlie Strickland with us from the Talon Training Group, and of course, he and JD host Talon Outdoors on Saturdays. How you feeling? I'm good. Um, I survived the COVID, got over it. Um, don't want to get it again. Yeah, I don't want that again. I heard you talking on the show about it. It accentuating not necessarily the the finer things. No, it was, you know, and, and I looked at, I looked at all the stuff online where you, this is a mild, the mild symptoms, moderate symptoms, serious symptoms. Yeah. I had all, all but one of the mild and several of the moderate. And, uh, it was, you know, of course I didn't get vaccinated and I don't wear a mask and I knew that either I had had it cause I was pretty close. To, I think I had the same thing, you know, when, when Shot show, first right? kicked off. Yeah. I mean, I, same symptoms, the headache wasn't as bad, um, and uh, so we felt like, well, J.D. and I both had it. And J.D. and I both got it this time, too. Um, a couple of guys in the shop and our families and whatnot. Um, but it, you know, now I've got some good friends that are suffered, suffered much worse, uh, had worse outcomes, still still dealing with it. I mean, it's, uh, I've, it's weird because I keep hearing about how, you know, the number of reported cases are going down, but more people I know are getting it so i think it's just the way it's going to be i mean there's something out there and we're going to catch it and eventually uh you will either get vaccinated or you will get sick and i don't feel the need to go get vaccinated now because uh, stuff i've read i've probably got more antibodies than a vaccinated person does and i'm good you know i'm still not gonna wear a mask unless i'm in a business where i choose to be and yeah know, most of that stuff went away but i'll, I'll still put you know, I, I went to watch the awards ceremonies in, in Marianne at the schools, and uh, you know, I, both of my kids were on a honor roll for the year. Good for them. I was. That's cool. And um, so, going into school, and I looked at my wife, and I said, "Do we need to wear masks?" She goes, 
No, not here. I went, good. <laughs> I went into a school assembly, a room full of people. How about that? No masks. and It feels weird, doesn't it? It does. I mean. You, Liberating, though. Well, I feel like I can walk into a place where there's a crowd of people now and not feel guilty because everybody's looking at me because I chose not to wear one. And, and there again, I, I have worn them and I will wear them under certain circumstances. I mean, I, I try to take meetings virtually when i can because i mm-hmm. just don't i don't want to be the i don't want to be that guy that just snubs my nose at what people want yeah so, leave that for me i'll be yeah. that guy yeah I, you know it is what it is <laughs> well maybe in a minute we can talk about some gun stuff <laughs> but, I, but i am glad to be back good and i'm glad you're glad then we're I'm, glad i'm turning around and i'm going on vacation for a few days and going fishing so are you oh, fishing yeah, huh fishing in louisiana you're gonna go fishing. Yeah. If you listen to the show, you well, know I, I, yeah. I I do listen to the show, but I was trying to be a polite host and act like I didn't know it all. All right, ten minutes after the hour, more with Charlie next. Today is We Can Do This Day. Find a COVID-19 vaccine near you at vaccines.gov. You don't have to love them, just like him on Facebook at Preston Scott Show. And I got a grin on my face. I just, it just, you know, I don't know why. It just makes me happy. Uh, Charlie Strickland with me from the Talent Training Group. And uh, I was just, we were just talking about the fact when I first took up shooting, I went to a range and just stared because I didn't know what to do. I, and I think I was smart enough to not try to assume anything and get hurt. Um, but it was a public range. And shooting at Talon is a very different environment, but there are basics that people need to know about going shooting. Yeah. If you're going to go to range and stare at people, etiquette rule number one is make sure you're staring at other guys, not women. <laughs> I just went to the range and stared. Yeah. <laughs> that girl had a gun and you were staring at I her. I <laughs> was staring and observing is what I was doing. No, go ahead. Okay. So... Uh, Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A lot of, and more and more people are getting into shooting. Right. All across the political spectrum. Mm -hmm. I don't care what your background is, which way you lean on anything politically, or or it doesn't matter. Everybody's getting guns and going to the range um, or getting guns, and they should be going to a range, public range, private range, indoor range, outdoor range, doesn't matter. You need to go. One of the most, and, and the best way to do it is to have someone call and line up an instructor, get some, per, go to a basic class somewhere, uh, call and get a personal lesson from an instructor, um, go get one of those introductory classes. We do it, other people do it. If there's a gun range around, um, and, and you're not, you know, they're, they're offering instruction. Ranges don't survive without teaching at their range. Um, so, but if you let's say you're going to go out in the national forest, let's just mm-hmm. throw that out there. Um, there are days that the one here locally is in fact supervised. 
Um, Panama City, they have a public range, which is a nice range. Um, it's not huge, but it's a nice range, good facilities, um, supervised. That's always good. Uh, it's safer for you if you go to a supervised range. Right. You show up and there's no supervision there. That's kind of scary because you may know proper gun handling, but other people don't, and they do stupid things yep. which endanger you and scares the daylights out of you. So that's intimidating. So go to a reputable location. So one of the things you can do to prepare is, one, go with somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, but if if you shot once upon a time and you seem to remember stuff, go to YouTube, pull up some gun safety videos. You know, always keep don't point a treat all guns as if they're loaded. Never point. You guys ever gonna do looking. anything like that that you post on YouTube? We have some. Do you? Yeah, we've got millions of views. Um, uh, talent training basic group. safety stuff. Um. It's incorporated into some of our videos on clearing corners and uh, okay. some, some drills that we do and a lot of holster demo stuff. But um, Because but, I've had firsthand instruction, I've had not the need yeah, to go yeah. to YouTube. Right. Well, but the thing is, is if I need to know how to take a particular gun apart, I'll go YouTube that gun and look at a couple of videos. And at least one of the several people there might have a clue what they're doing. At least I can see how that's done. Right. Um, because there's just too much to know. I don't have an encyclopedic brain like JD does. He'll remember everything about everything. It's particularly guns and song lyrics and jokes and things like that. I can't remember any of that. I have to go back and look. Mm-hmm. I can pick it up and do it. I don't know how I remember. Um, so look look at other people. See what other people are doing. But some of the range etiquette rules, and I was doing a gun safety rules real quick. Always treat all guns as if they're loaded. Keep your finger off the trigger. Um, until you're on target and ready to fire, uh, never point a gun at anything you're not willing to destroy, and uh, always be sure your target backstop and beyond. <clears throat> that means shoot into the berm. Don't point your gun at anybody around you. That is a major, major foul. Even if it's unloaded, don't just watch your muzzle discipline, particularly when you're new. And um, at the ranges, public ranges, there are range commands that you need to follow. Um, cold range means it's safe to go down range. Hot range means people are shooting on those undivided public ranges. There's no lanes, uh, so you don't go around down range. You don't shoot while other people are down range. There's yeah. horror stories about stuff like that. We're going to pick up right there. We have more time with Charlie Strickland with me from the Talon Training Group. Go online, talonttraininggroup.com, and uh, learn more about getting that training we're talking about. Continue our discussion next here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. WFLA on your phone with the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And free. And iHeart's radio station. And we're back. 21 minutes after the hour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a child. I really am sometimes. Uh, you just wish I'd sing it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about the email I got saying there needs to be no, a Charlie Strickland's sh- greatest hits. No, hush. Um, yeah. We were talking about range etiquette, and you were talking about the importance of certain things like, oh, I don't know, cold range. Yeah, so there are range commands. We don't use them a lot at our range except on the rifle range because – 
we have all of our bays divided. You come out and you pull into a car- under a Carolina carport and sit on the picnic table. So I pop your trunk or your tailgate, and you got your you got it's an eight foot pile of dirt on either side of it. It's you. lovely, even on the big bays. On, yep. But the rifle ranges are shared, so using range commands are important. But most places um the indoor ranges you don't have to walk down range to get your target you push a button it comes back to you and then you send it back down there but you know indoor ranges as nice as it is to be indoors you know two feet away from the next guy shooting with the super loud noise i mean it's just i I, i've never been a fan but there is some semblance of climate control there and you know i i'm I'm, I support the other ranges around wherever, you know, they're, they're, they're good people and run good facilities. Um, I like to be outside by myself because I grew up on a farm. I, when I shoot, I want to know what's standing next to me. Yes, sir. Because a bullet can still come through most dividers, you know. I just, I want to know. So when you're on, a, on an open range, range commands can, and the most important one is, or two, are hot range and cold range. Hot range <clears throat> doesn't mean that it's the dog days of August and it's hot. It's hot, it's hot range out here today. You say that while people are down range and you're going to get looked at. <laughs> you know, hey, it's like 102. It sure is a hot range. And then the guy down there checking his target. He's the gun, ducking. And the shooters know what I'm talking about. For those of y'all that don't, hot range means that nobody else is down range. Yeah. Okay. Range. And we are, everybody's on the shooting line. And it is okay to handle guns, load guns, point guns, downrange, and shoot. All right, hot range means everything in front of the shooting line, which is a single plane you can't cross, um, is okay. And bullets are flying. Cold range means that that everyone behind the firing line has unloaded their firearms, removed the magazines, cleared the chambers, put firearms down on the table table um and they are not hot they are not they don't have a round in the chamber they're not ready to fire and you don't handle firearms on the table or on the what counter whatever's there at that range while you have a cold range okay because cold range means you can go down range and check your targets you can walk down into the open go paste a new target do stuff like that and this applies particularly to the national forest any outdoor large facility tallahassee pistol and gun club if you go down cold range that means you can go down range and feel safe that nobody's handling a gun behind you i don't like being down range and somebody's well i'm i'm a, you know twisting a scope tinkering with a scope or something's one thing you don't touch the firearm when I'm downrange, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell at you. You know, get your hands off that gun. I'm downrange. Um, so we, I've heard stories. Or some guys came to me one time, and they were at the, they were down in the national forest. And I hate to use that as an example because there are, there are, when they have supervision, it can, it can be a nice, safe place, but it's. They're down. They look next to them and they tell some other shooters, "Hey, cold range. We're going down to check our target." Okay, okay. <clears throat> and they get acknowledgement, right? They go down range to check their target, and like two target frames over is another, their other the other people's targets. So they're and all of a sudden, bang, 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 bang. <sighs> and <clears throat> they turn around and go. You know, they're duck, ducking and moving. And what are you doing? Well, we're shooting our target. It's over here. No, you don't. 
There's a 180 degree rule in firearms, and when you're on the line, you don't let that muzzle pass 180 degrees, which doesn't go right, doesn't go left. I actually like to use like 120 degree rule because I don't like to see it anywhere near straight to either side because that's where people are standing. You just got to be, you got to be careful. So those are the two major hot range and cold range. If you don't know anything else about a gun range, those are the range commands. Charlie Strickland's going to stay with me. We're going to talk some more. We're going to talk about some more range etiquette. This is to help you get past any hesitancy you might have because you don't know some fundamentals. But as he said, there are ways to learn those fundamentals. If you forget everything, you can obviously go back, listen to the podcast. You can reach out to them at Talon and learn what you need to learn. But we want you to get past those fears to get out there and and be proficient in your training. More to come here on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're there quickly and safely. Traffic and weather on the 10s. It's the morning show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. I'm going to do it. Go ahead. And we're back. I, I just can't you do came, it the way you, you came up at the end just a little bit. You went, and we're back. But not I didn't that. do it like that. And, I was a little more went, manly than that. Went, and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And you get the back we're back. There, that's better. Just you got to sound a little depressed. I'm gonna try. <laughs> and we're back. Yep. Here we go again. Let's try this one more time. <laughs> little Eeyore in there. JD, any idea what we're talking about today? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Thirty. Uh, Six minutes after the hour, Charlie Strickland of the Talent Training Group. Um, when a group of people are at the range, and uh, let's just say it's it's at your shop, it's at Talon. Well, and and uh, yeah, they were made. They made Thank the them. smart choice. Thank them for their business. Um, and there's a group, and your bays are big enough to have a group, mm-hmm. and some of them are even bigger than that. And everyone, you know, finishes shooting, and they're they've. They've decided it's gonna. We're gonna go cold on the range, and we're gonna go down there and look at the targets and and put new ones up or see how we did. And what's the pro- proper protocol for? Okay, what do you do with your guns that you're leaving behind? Okay, so you need to unload them. You drop the magazine, um, press the magazine release, remove the magazine, lock the slide to the rear, work it a couple times, vis- visually and physically inspect the fire, make sure it's safe. That's the way we clear semi-autos, revolvers. Open the cylinder, empty the chamber, the cylinder um, of all rounds, empty it out. I like to lay a revolver down with the cylinder open and up so that I I can see. Mm -hmm. I like to ground semi-autos with the the bolt or the slide locked to the rear and the ejection port on like an AR up so I can – they got to be – you know, they're – the bolt catch is on the opposite side, so if you just lay it down, sometimes it'll hit the bolt catch and the bolt will go forward. Now I can't see that. When I when I was training with the SWAT team and was a SWAT team leader, we would, we would guys would ground 
bona fide machine guns on the table and they would leave the magazines in and not you know not put it in a safe fashion um if it's slung and you're going to walk down range with a, a long gun slung slung is the same as holstered if you've got a handgun and it's loaded and it's in your holster on your body that's safe yeah because you're not laying it on a table it's very dangerous when you start laying firearms on the table because you're going to everybody's going to be in front of the muzzle now you're going to set it down and the barrel's going to be pointing all every, different every directions way, right I like to lay them with the barrel pointed downrange. You're going to be in front of them, but nobody's going to touch them. And the dangerous moments come when one of your buddies decides while he, you're down there pasting targets that he's going to pick up this gun and do this and do that. That, <clears throat> without supervision, is dangerous. Now, we, when we're shooting handguns in our basic class, yes, there are people downrange, and there are people in the back with a trained, very seasoned instructor watching them helping them handle the firearms but the ammunition's over there in some other boxes and you have to go over there to load it there's a process and that's supervised that's different so you know you show up to the range you're going to go down range leave the doggone guns on the table unloaded and don't touch them till everybody's back um people get shot on gun ranges all the time we've worked cases where people got shot getting a rifle, hunting rifle out of their truck, reached in, grabbed it by the barrel, pulled it towards them, trigger caught on something, they didn't unload it. Um, a, a bolt action rifles, bolts to the rear, bolts open, chambers open. Yeah, um, not all guns have safeties either. And some are, it's it's better that way that they don't, but there's an added responsibility. Yeah, just, just, you've got to be very, very cautious. Um, you know, if, part of range etiquette, honestly, is learning, um, uh, how to say certain things you know it, it that takes a little time more than on the show but you know knowing what the slide is and the, and knowing front sight rear sight trigger guard what is it to keep your finger head nuts alongside a pistol and outside the trigger guard well, what is that there's a lot of things like that that you can pick up just by watching some videos and listening to people talk just if people sound goofy don't listen to them don't listen to goofy people unless they're but you really joke. looked at me when you said that no, really just no, stared at me. No, I looked at you at funny me. because I turned my head and it didn't get on the microphone. See, like that? <laughs> and then I looked back and it wasn't looking at you. <clears throat> I explain why I do things. Such a broadcast professional. More with Charlie Strickland next on The Morning Show. Justice and the American way. Like Superman, only with a microphone. The Morning Show with Preston Scott on News Radio 100.7 WFLA. And we're back. You got closer, but maybe not quite that of yours. Get a little more Winnie the Pooh in there. <laughs> Charlie Strickland of the Talent Trading Group with me this morning. Ammunition, sir. Oh, yeah. I, so I had somebody walk in the shop this week. And if you're listening to the show, bless your heart for giving me something to talk about. Um, I said, I'm, I, and I heard the conversations. I walked by the counter and he said, well, I'm, I need... Uh, you know, I've got a something, 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 380, but, um, you know, I'm looking at a nine and I'm sitting here, I'm thinking, good. That's, yeah. And was looking at a Shield Plus, which is a 13 plus one capacity Smith & Wesson Shield. Just came out, great pistol. Looking at it and was, and, and then I, I walked in and I, and, but I heard, yeah, the slide's difficult, so I'm going to look at a revolver. And I, I'm like, uh, I just watched her lock the slide back. And I said, I got to get involved in this. So I went over and I got involved in the conversation. And it turns out the biggest reason that they were looking for a new pistol 
was that they couldn't find 380 self-defense ammunition for their 380. So they were just buying a new gun of a caliber which they could get ammo for. Now, as a retailer, I love this. So, yeah, you want to buy a new gun? All for it. As a teacher, not just a firearms instructor. Firearms instructors means that you have a certificate. But as a teacher, I like to put myself in that category because I like to teach. A sensei of shot. Okay, whatever. Um, And um, I went over and I said, so tell me again. And the whole time I'm having this conversation, I'm going – I'm I'm th- I'm going through my personal inventory of 380 ammunition. Do I have any hollow point left? Unfortunately, JD and I have both given away all of our 380 ammo to people in this exact same situation. Mm-hmm. I can't get any. We just go in the back and grab a handful and go here. Have a nice day. At least you've got some hollow point ammunition. Um, I don't know what they finally did. I had somewhere that I had to be, um, but I trust they were in good hands with one of our staff. But it got me to thinking about. If you don't, because the difference between self-defense ammunition and practice ammunition is ball, full metal jacket or total metal jacket, whatever, TMJ, FMJ, is a round-nosed um, round bullet that's inside the, the round of ammunition. And we don't recommend that for self-defense. We want modern, hollow-point, jacketed ammo if you can get it because it expands. It has better terminal ballistics. It doesn't over-penetrate. Um, and it's, it, it's, it costs quite a bit more. Yeah. Um, so we always recommend modern hollow point ammunition for self-defense guns. But if you have, let's so you don't shoot that right now because it's hard to get use, use ball ammo, FMJ, uh, reloads factory. It doesn't matter whatever you can get to practice with. But if all you have is full metal jacket, round nosed, old school, practice ammunition it will work i mean it will work yeah it still pokes a hole it may poke a hole out the other side on the way through it still works i would not lose a lot of sleep right now over well i don't have self-defense stuff ideally yes you need it i mean if 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 you drive a fancy car that requires high test fuel but all you can get is 87 octane to get you to the next gas station by the 87 octane yeah and so um you know i just handgun ammunition is marginal already uh, rifle ammunition way 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 better self-defense round it's just hard to carry a handgun shooting a 30 out six because the difference between handgun ammunition and rifle ammunition is not weight necessarily it's not caliber necessarily it's velocity yeah a rifle rounds travel traveling at two to three thousand feet per second a handgun rounds traveling 11 or 1200 feet per second and just just what so you're already dealing with marginal stuff but don't don't get a different gun because you can't find the particular round that you want. Just suck it up, shoot some ball ammo, you'll carry be, it. That's what you'll use you'll be for fine. now. Yeah. Just pull the trigger a couple extra. No, don't do that. <laughs> I, I don't want to give legal advice. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. <laughs> Happy to be here. Charlie Strickland with us from the Talon Training Group. Remember, TalonTrainingGroup.com. And, of course, Saturdays right here, Talon Outdoors.
Tomorrow on the radio program, Steve Stewart will join us from Tallahassee Reports. Yes, it's already Thursday. Also tomorrow, Horace Cooper. He has forgotten more about the United States Constitution than we know. He is a constitutional law uh, professor at uh, George Mason University, or at least he used to be. Um, He's now the co-chair of Project 21. He's one of my favorite guests when he comes on the program. I've got him set up for three segments, and we are specifically talking about the lawsuits against Governor Ron DeSantis and the Attorney General Ashley Moody relative to big tech. If you remember, we had a a little bit of of a friendly scuffle on the program last week with a member of the litigants, the plaintiffs that are suing the governor. And I don't have a problem with someone saying that's not legal. I have no issue with that. What I have an issue with is not defending uh, the people or conversely defending big tech, ignoring what they're doing. That's no, 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 not around here, not on these parts. You're not going to get away with saying that without a fight. A polite one, but a fight. And I pushed back hard, and I will continue to do that. And I decided I was going to get somebody that understood the Constitution far better than them and far better than me and far better than most of you to talk about it. And so that's tomorrow in the third hour with Horace Cooper. I'm all, I'm all, you can tell I'm already fired up about that. I cannot wait. Yeah, you ready to go? I am. <laughs> I am. I I. Look forward to this. I told Grant a couple weeks ago, I said, now you know why I look forward to this every single day. There's not been one show I have ever done, okay, other than the first week. The first week was bad, and I didn't feel well. But after that, there's never been a show I've done that I haven't looked forward to. And there's never been a time when I've been away from doing the show where I haven't looked forward to coming back and doing this, because this is the best gig in the world. And I'm so appreciative of uh of of your willingness to embrace the show and uh, and allow us to spend time with you each and every day brought to you by barino heating and air it's the morning show 180 on wfla look back at the program in 180 seconds or less the supreme court there's some big rulings coming and my purpose today was to simply draw your attention to the fact there are big rulings on religious freedom, on health care, voting rights, huge ruling coming on an Arizona case that could have ramifications and reverberations throughout the country and every election moving forward. Some free speech stuff, some antitrust stuff with the NCAA. So uh, that that's something to pay attention to. As well, the cyber attack on uh, one company's entire United States beef operations. Um, JBS uh, suffered a cyber attack, likely from the Ruskies. You have to step back and ask, okay, this is now our fuel and our food. What's up here? I'll tell you what's up. The Russians are exploring our weaknesses. The Chinese are exploring our weaknesses. And we got Joe Biden as commander-in-chief and Kamala Harris on the bench. A uh, woman pushes a brown bear off a woman, a teenage girl defending her family dogs, pushes a brown bear off of a fence because it was swatting at her dogs. The blog on uh, on the website, wflafm.com slash Preston, shows the video 
it's epic. It really is. It's brief, but it's epic. Cam Anthony, winner of The Voice, did the interview last week, shared that interview this morning on the program. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, boys will play boys sports, girls will play girls sports. Signed it into law. Well done. Nikki Freed running for office, yawn, and FSU paying 100 grand because it allowed its students to do something illegal. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.